Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Final Show Films. I'm Sen, your executive producer here, and I want to thank you all for tuning in. Particularly, uh, I want to thank all of our supporters on Patreon, uh, and uh, especially our $25 tier supporters on Patreon, uh, who are Jeffrey and Alexander, Samantha Bates, Catwater Flame, and L, without whom we wouldn't be able to do nearly as much of the things that we do now. So, uh, thank you all for your support, uh, and if you're watching live on Twitch, uh, please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello everybody, welcome to Blood on the Bayou, the Vampire the Masquerade game we're running here on Final Show Films. My name is Julia and I will be your storyteller for this lovely evening. I am joined by a wonderful cast of characters, and we will do introductions, starting with Shani. Hi, I'm Shani, and I'm playing Glav Enchante, the Asamite Sorceress. And Austin? Hey, I'm Austin, and I am playing Rahab, the Kaitief Nurse. And Drevian? Drevian, I am playing Simon DeLuca, the Malkavian Tailor. And Jeremy? Hi, I am Jeremy. I am playing Catriona, Clan Giovanni, lawyer. And Katie? I am Katie. I am playing uh, Mercy Ransom, the Toreador tour guide. And as always, Black Lives Matter, trans rights are human rights, eat the rich, and fuck the Supreme Court. Any other announcements there? Uh, fuck Twitter, on Musk. Fuck Kanye West. Yeah. Oh, God. Whatever his name is. <laughs> um, don't, don't shoot up three power substations because you don't want a fucking drag show to happen? Did you remember reading about that? Yeah, yeah. There's questions, that's why, but still, don't shoot up fucking power stations. If don't, I don't shoot, shoot up, up anything. Just period. Well, it... Unless, you know, personal response, you know, there are some things you can shoot up. But anyways. <laughs> Jeremy's like, what well, we like to call chaotic good. <laughs> Look! In the privacy of your own home, what you shoot up in a non-ballistic way is up to you. You can also go to a shooting range that, like, you're shooting at something intended to be shot up, at least. I feel like if you are doing if you are doing the shooting legally and in a safe way, it is not shooting up. That's true. <laughs> I feel like shooting up implies a level of no. We haven't even started the game. Uh, I I love my fucked up little train. It's fantastic. <laughs> Yay! Choo choo. Okay. So last time, uh, Guire and Azra had a bit of a we'll say a bit of a, a spat with Alexei in an overturned U-Haul truck, uh, which resulted in the seventh, no, sixth generation vampire. No, he was seventh. Uh, I don't have his generation written anymore. I just have the word deceased. Uh, Fair. Getting killed. Uh, after which point, Guire proceeded to saw off the head because things have gone bad for the group for a while, so might as well get one win. 
After which, the group all met up at Kat's house, and Guire informed them that he had, he, sorry, my bad, she, that's the first time I've done that, sorry, uh, she dispatched Alexei and tossed Kat a bag of ashes. Uh, there was a small argument about uh, maybe communicate before you do that again. Uh, sort of things. And the group went up to Kat's attic where they proceeded to contact Alexei's ghost and the former uh, keeper of Sybil or whatever title he might actually have uh, was actually fairly forthcoming with whatever knowledge they wanted out of him because he's dead. What the fuck does it matter? So... After learning from them that Destiny was one of the turncoats, along with both of the Elenas and Jonathan Kellerman and Alex Ward, um, the group asked for any more important information or ways to take down Sybil. So Alexei informed them that she currently sleeps every night at... and. It was the East Jefferson Hospital, I believe. Yes. Sounds about right. Yes. Okay. That's what I thought. In the morgue. <clears throat> Specifically in the morgue. Where she has paid off one kind and one kindred to keep her safe. I believe we got names on those kind and kindred as well. Yes, there was the mortician and... My brain is blanking on the human, but you'll get that name again. Or one of you has it written down, I'm sure. Um, afterwards, there was a, the, the following night, I should say, uh, there was a meeting with Sim Simone and Destiny to discuss loyalties and to figure out exactly what the next plan of attack was. Simone gave Destiny the chance to redeem himself with the threat of the sun uh, as the other option, which Destiny very quickly agreed to. And the group informed Simone that they had in their possession a concoction of vitality. And plans started forming of how best to feed said concoction to Sybil so they could turn her human for 24 hours and potentially end the conflict. After the small meeting, Simone invited them all to Elysium for the night before returning to her drawings. And that is where we ended our session. But our camera tonight... Nope, nope. We decided we didn't need to do that. That's a me thing. My brain is all over the place today. I'm on day six without caffeine, so. Oh, fuck that shit. <laughs> I'm trying to detox, man, and it sucks. So. Katie said what I was thinking verbatim. <laughs> I have very few vices. <laughs> caffeine is one. I have somewhat more, but caffeine is one of them. 
Uh, I have a heart condition, so I can't ever do caffeine. That yeah, you have fair. a medical reason. It's fine. You can't do anything. We know. I uh, surprisingly take in significantly less caffeine than I used to since I started drinking primarily orange drinks, and for some reason, no one makes caffeinated orange drinks. No, they don't. Uh, orange soda is caffeinated. Sunkissed uh, orange, orange soda. Or Sunkissed sun is? Yeah, I don't drink Sunkissed, so... <laughs> Fair. Like orange fans is not caffeinated. Orange Powerade is definitely not caffeinated. But no Powerade is caffeinated. But must be nice. So our camera opens to the Museum of Art for New Orleans. Uh, the crowd is a little more subdued than it has been at past Elysiums. Uh, there are still those same two bodyguards outside of the main entrance. Of course, they sort of just look the group over and wave you in, knowing you at this point. And Elysium is yours. Does anybody have anybody particular they are wanting to talk to? Uh, Guire has to introduce both of the ladies of her life. <laughs> that is true. To each other. Anyone else have anyone else they're looking for? Anyone anyone's trying to avoid? Everybody. <laughs> also, Guire, also Guire needs to get as much blood in her as she can because she's probably going to end up having to deal with the whole, you know, uh, infiltrate a hospital and assassinate I... uh, 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 Methuselah. Oh. Just, want, just to refresh, what time of night is it? It is roughly like 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock, new night. Yes. I want to drink and avoid anybody named Elena. Fair enough. Simon, we'll see if Destiny came here. And if so, we'll make eye contact. Like, we'll pointedly make eye contact with Destiny. Just, After, just knowing uh, eye contact. At, at, no, after the text message that Simon sent, that's Destiny left, of the very gruesome, very gruesome details of how Kellerman died. Simon still has not divulged that to the rest of the group, which I think is hilarious. The, the, the group is now aware that Kellerman is dead because Simone mentioned it. Yeah, fair. But he still has not shared how Kellerman died. No. Well, we're at least any any of you are welcome to come ask. We'll, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there. It's fine. Simon will also give you the very too many details. Um, Rahab, I I or Austin, I should say, I saw the 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 light bulb pop up when I said new night. Um, you would have been informed that Anya went to Simon's. Yeah. I would have picked her up, taken her back, made sure she's okay. Um, actually, instead of going to Elysium with the rest of the group, can I take Anya to the the botanical gardens yes. to start her out and then join up with the group after they leave um, the place that leaves a rather bad taste in Rahab's mouth? Completely fair. Because there's not a lot for Rahab and Elysium. So who would you have asked to text you when you guys are leaving? Or when they are leaving? 
you know, Simon is probably the most likely to be absolutely punctual about it. <laughs> so, and not forget. Interesting choice. Text message, you know, wire. Hey, can you guys let me know when you're leaving? Left on red. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I would say cat, but if stuff goes down, like, cat might get busy. No, I understand. There is no level of busy that will stop Simon from doing what Simon is going to do. That's very middle that is absolutely fair. There is a past experience of Cat forgetting something fairly important involving Ray. So, oh, now, yeah. now all I can think of is like middle of combat. It's like we're running away from Elysium now, and Simon just on his with phone. The- to be fair, with Guire, it would have been left on red until they were leaving, at which point she then says, we're leaving. Right. It would have been no acknowledgement of, yes, you asked me to do that. It would have just been, I did that for you. Yeah, like, I think we could actively be running from Sabat and Simon be like, oh, I forgot to text Rahab. I better text Rahab. Like, dude. <laughs> Trying to warn But you, you get that set up, and you and Anya are able to it's technically closed but um it's out, it's it's outside right <laughs> can't close the outside it's outside never exactly. closed i believe that's just called a building uh I, I believe it was for like a couple of months during 2020 i'm not going to get into that yeah uh, that's another can of worms let's not go there so closed social distancing is real easy you're not wrong. So, as you guys enter Elysium, uh, those of you who are at Elysium, if you are looking for someone in particular or trying to avoid someone, uh, I would like a perception and alertness check, difficulty six, base diff. That's what I forgot to do. I need to get in roll 20. Perception and alertness difficulties. Ah. Mercy saw everything. What? I said mercy saw everything. (laughs) Simon somehow saw more. Uh, I should roll that. Why not? What was the what was the request? Uh, uh, perception alertness. Perception yeah, perception alertness. Base diff. I am. Cat is specifically before I roll. Uh, they're mostly because food, but also she is very much keeping an eye out for both Elena's to keep an eye out. She's not sure if she's going to approach. We'll see how it goes. Um, One. Technically successful. Technically successful. So we will start with Simon. Um, You do see Destiny at one point during Elysium. Um, He's in the middle of conversation with Guillaume. But he does very, like, he does notice you when you enter the room that they're in. Simon very pointedly makes eye contact. Yeah, he 
it just, he'll, he just, he will make eye contact for about three beats and then look away. Simon pointedly makes eye contact. Destiny pointedly looks away just as quickly. <laughs> oh, hey, Flora, look at you. Mercy, as you are ducking in and out of rooms, just sort of like doing CIA sweep, uh, you are delighted after about a good half hour running around the whole building that Elena, if she is here, she's damn well hidden. Good. Guire. There is a lot of for a regular Elysium that you guys have experienced, this seems a little more chaotic than it has been. There are the ghouls that are supposed to keep the blood flowing are falling behind. Uh, Some rooms are becoming a little too overcrowded. And it just seems like You're not sure if Alexander being here would help, but definitely having another person here like Simone would uh, probably put things in order. But in a one of the smaller rooms, you find Charlotte conversing with a few people and giving orders. And she is she is very, very plainly dressed tonight with a band t-shirt and a pair of blue jeans and her hair is just up in a very messy bun so go ahead and get that set up and she looks and meets your eyes and then they slowly slide to the right Guire Charlotte She will turn back to the attendant now, and the person scurries away. <sighs> to what do I owe the pleasure tonight? I just wanted to come and see you and introduce you to Azra, she says, as she sort of waves a hand over towards Azra. Nice to meet you. She will hold out a hand to shake and Azra will just cup her fingers and then pull her hand and kiss her kiss the top of her hand the pleasure is mine and Charlotte will pull her hand back so um, I assume my information was good in helping you Oh, absolutely. I cannot thank you enough. I'm glad I had hoped that my Russian hadn't gotten too lost. Aguirre is very clearly, like, drinking in the tension and having the time of her life watching two of these people sort of, like, awkwardly skirt around each other. And she sort of turns over to Azra 
Yes, I believe I mentioned um, Charlotte here is the only reason that I was even able to translate everything I needed to in order to rescue you in the end. Interesting. I guess I owe my sanity to you then. <laughs> Charlotte sort of chuckles. I'm just glad I could help. And Guire will very forcibly, like, step between the two of them and pull them both in, one on each arm. Now, I think this is a little bit too chill of a reception. The two of you, I think, will get along excellent, <laughs> she says, as she looks over at, 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 at Charlotte and says, after all, learn from the best. You're going to get me in so much trouble. <laughs> she chuckles. Well, how were you suggesting we turn up the volume? Well, I need a surplus of blood very quickly because I suspect I'm about to be walking into danger quite shortly. Um, but aside from that, I think if the if you're done giving orders to try and get everything organized in the absence of higher-ranking individuals, I think the three of us could find a nice, quiet place away from everything else going on. There's a lot of danger coming up, and I think it'd be nice to get our minds off of it. Okay. I think I think we can do that. That's 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 a thing we can do. Uh if you follow me I can Point us to a uh, less used part of the facility. And Guire is basically doing the absolute best that she can to thaw these two out against each other. Fair enough. Go ahead and just give me charisma. You want an expression or subterfuge? Let's go with expression because you're not lying to either of them. Difficulty? Uh, seven. She'll put a little power into this. It's a success. A success. Um, it's slow going, but uh. And you can tell that Charlotte is much more um, on edge about the whole thing than Azra is. Mm -hmm. But Guire knows that the two of them will have chemistry simply by the fact that the two that, that she and Charlotte have chemistry just by the by the very nature of it. Very true. So, so she leads the two of you into a um, 
it's an office, but it has an attached, almost like an ensuite. Um, and you can see the plaque on the front, like <laughs> before you enter the room, it just a name underneath. Mm-hmm. She sits down behind the desk. She pulls out her cell phone, sends off a text real quick. Okay, um, you should be getting food shortly. I appreciate that. Did you need anything? Nazarene just calmly shake her head. She turns over and just starts typing a little bit on the computer that's on the desk. While she while she's typing, just loudly in the corner with her leg sort of like kicking up on a chair, Guire just starts to hum her own lullabies tune. Roll this for Charlotte. Okay. You you hear her type a few things. She cusses once or twice and then just a very, very happy yes. And in a few moments, Spotify is playing. <laughs> just a very relaxed sort of lo-fi beat is what she puts on. I don't think I've heard that song. What is that? Oh, I'm sure you've heard it uh, on the lips of children wandering the streets every now and then. Oh, that. It's the lullaby of the devil of New Orleans. taught it i think i was taught it in high school if i actually am remembering correctly that was a lifetime ago all in crimson clad granny says the devil's back been a long time, but I still hear it every now and then. Good. I'm gl- I'm I'm all for the uh, the cryptid energy that you've built around yourself. <laughs> and the uh, the door, there is a knock as a attendant comes in with six goblets of blood and just sets them down on the desk, nods and leaves without saying anything. Y'all want any or is that all for me? I'm full up. You go ahead. Thank you. Don't mind if I do. Uh, How much blood total is there? Uh, You're full. 
Okay. So the uh, I'm at one, two, three, four, five, six. I need nine. So yeah. Yeah. Yay. As she very quickly downs all of it. <clears throat> so what's this danger that you're getting into that uh, you're prepping for? Well, I'm sure the rumors have been spreading about all everything that's coming up in the future. There's a lot of rumors flying around right now. And pardon me if I need to be very specific, I am talking to our Harpy after all. But odds are very good that I'm going to have to be the one to put the final death knell onto the things that are making life hectic around here. Is that the uh, 10 foot tall sabat monster or the um unimaginably terrifying uh creature that's running them mostly column b i'm not sure how or when i'm gonna have to deal with column a fair enough although i think column a is gonna sort itself out eventually so i think my big question is What's what's he like? Which the, one? The person running the whole thing. <laughs> the mastermind behind it all. I'm gonna ask you very honestly to put aside your duties as the as the harpy for a moment. Because I do want to show you that I trust you and tell you information, but I need this information not to go anywhere. Fine. If I must. Do we have a deal? Deal. All right. I'll hold you to that. She will pretend to take off a hat and then lean forward. He's more of a she. And she yes. is probably the oldest living relative of old La Sombra. Well, first I was interested. Now I'm intrigued. Go on. Don't have a whole lot about her, aside from the name of Sybil. The prophet? That one, yes, the Oracle of Delphi. Wait, wait, wait. The Oracle of Delphi is walking around in New Orleans. And is and is one of the oldest Lasombra out there, yes. I thought I'd heard everything. That's just beautiful. And I'm going to have to be the one to kill her, most likely, or at least set her up for being killed. I mean, 
I know your group isn't the most um, what's a nice way to put this um, combat oriented <laughs> so how are you planning on taking down something of that caliber that one I am going to have to keep a secret because as much as I trust you the information that she's in the city can get out and only cause a mild panic. The information of how I'm going to deal with it cannot afford to go anywhere. Fair enough. Fair enough. Because if even one person, the wrong person, hears about it, that throws my plans up in smoke. Must be pretty powerful then. Powerful enough to warrant only the people who are already aware of it and or necessary to the plan. To be no, are you saying I'm not necessary? Yes. I'm saying I'm saying I don't want to throw you into the line of fire. I don't want to. I don't want to hand you that tantalizing level of a secret and trust you to keep your self-control around it because I know you and I know you love the rumor mill. That's why you became the harpy. No, I became a harpy because it was that or death. And I mean, uh, yes, but you can't tell me you haven't grown into the role. Oh, like I was born for it. Exactly. Some might argue that I was. I don't think you've ever told me that story. Okay. I'll... One good turn deserves another. It was my sweet stick 16. And one of the girls we had with us had brought a bottle of vodka that she'd stolen from her parents. We decided it would be fun to go out driving. Now, my parents were also out at the time. Trust, you know how it is. And, um, well, one thing leads to another, and, uh, forgive me, it's been a hot minute since I've told this story. If it's painful to remember, I'm not going to force you. No, no, it's it's healthy to express our trauma outward in a fashion that's not violence. I mean, but if that works for you, it works for you. When I tried 
so hard to turn the steering wheel. I wasn't driving. I will say that I was a passenger. But, uh, when the smoke had cleared and the car finally stopped moving out of the four girls that were in the car I was the only one that was alive death on impact you know what you don't get with death on impact pain insufferable pain both of my legs were broken the car had folded in on itself which was horrible until my sire pulled me out and I got to see the car we wrecked into I was not able to have an open casket funeral for my parents. But, you know, fate, fate's fun. Uh, and I saw that and I tried to take my own life out of grief. She wouldn't let me. My sire's a know-nothing, no-name, dead, gone at this point. But, uh, as I was there bleeding out, she turned me. That's my story. Guire, I'll put an arm around Charlotte and just pull her close. I am sorry you had to go through with that. Thank you. It's I've I've had my time. Thankfully, the kindred curse dulls a lot of our emotions. So there's that. Not all of them, but. Sometimes making the hurt hurt less isn't so much a bad thing. Uh, sorry. She'll just sort of wipe a tear from her eye, leaving her cheek stained red. Um, you two probably are way too busy to uh, to stick around, so... I don't um, think so. Guire says, looking over at Azra. Azra just raises an eye. You're awfully um, eager to get rid of us. Yeah. Um, I, I think that's because I uh, 
I'm not vulnerable around people. Not really a thing you can do as a kindred. But, um, yeah. Did I ever tell you my story? No, I don't think you have. Azra knows most of it, but... I don't even think she knows all of it. I was born in Texas. Mm, little farmland. Uh, uh, let's just say my parents were of the kind that would argue in the modern day that the Civil War was about states' rights. I lived on a plantation. And as far as I was concerned, didn't care for any of it. But the, the mores of society meant that I was a high standing prize for all the men who wanted to marry into money. Well, I've always been a firebrand and one day when one of those suitors got a little too aggressive, shall we say, and uh, drew a knife in response to me rejecting his advances, that knife ended up in his throat. And I had to flee the state on horseback but I did it with a smile on my face because I knew that at that moment I had taken my destiny into my own hands. I left behind my name. I left behind my past. I left behind everything that I ever really had. And I took up the name Guayavincente. To be honest, I don't even remember what my old name was anymore. But being Irish and Italian in descent, even for a plantation owner, is the perfect combination of things to make you attractive and yet also lesser than most other people. You're two different species of immigrants. You know how it gets. But... I fled from Texas to New Orleans and uh, started to raise some hell. After a while, I ran into a lovely woman who, for all of my instincts, I could swear was looking at me like a meal, she said, turning over and grinning at Azra, who is at this point just looking at her nails. But it intrigued me. I hadn't, I'd grown a taste for danger and environments like that. 
And every interaction we had felt like I was living on the razor's edge. We danced, we sang, we dueled more than once. Every time it felt like I was fighting for my life. And then one day in the middle of the Civil War, the Union general decided he was going to uh, take New Orleans. And the rebel troops, fools as they were, didn't take kindly to that and started uh, in their retreat, they figured they'd take their aggression out on the the uh, the witches of New Orleans as we as the two of us had come to be known. Two women who raised hell and had no care for the men in the city or any of the standards that they would hold us to. They figured a couple of feisty women would be a wonderful conquest to take their minds off the sting of defeat. And so a full squad of Confederate soldiers descended on two women armed with nothing but swords and knives. Well, none of them walked out alive, but I wasn't as fast as Azra was, being only human at the time, and took a bayonet to the throat. By the way, Shani, you're echoing. Probably in Austin's mic. Which is, it's great for this because it gives it definitely that that main character, like, backstory focus yes. episode <laughs> thing. The funny part is, we hear you through Austin before we hear you through you. Which is fantastic. <laughs> so you hear this sort of forward echo of it that is just amazing. <laughs> Pretty nice effect. But as I lay there bleeding out, Azra, I believe, was the one who said that there's still so much left for us to see. And I woke up the next night with Vitae in my veins instead of traditional blood. We went on for the next 80 some odd years until the grudge is some Tremere who apparently Azra had gotten into a fight with before I'd even been turned, she says with a sort of a questioning glance at Azra. Again, just looking at her nails, but has taken to whistling. Came to a head, and I woke up one night to find that Azra's home had been burnt to the ground. Her ghoul servant had been killed, and there was no sign of her to be seen anywhere. And all that was left that I could find was a recording that she'd managed to make before she disappeared. 
she pulls out the silver locket that she always has around her neck and flips it open and it plays that same recording that has already been heard previously. I and just know that you saved that. She smiles. As if I could get rid of the only thing I had to remember you by. And I think that's the day that I really became the devil of New Orleans. Fascinating. Our camera shifts. Rahab. Yes. You and Anya have made your way into the botanical gardens. She is, when you saw her at the Museum of Death, it was like childlike delight. Um, mm-hmm. This is very much more <coughs> a s- studious. And she's very particular. She's pointing out the names of different flowers and like specifically looking for certain breeds as she goes through. Um, she's treating this one much more like a scavenger hunt than uh, the museum from what you got to see. So is, is she like, can she name all of the, like the flowers and everything without even replying to cards? Like she knows all the plants and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, she even says she's spouting off the scientific names instead of just the regular ones. Going off my memory, how old was she when she was turned? Early 20s. Early 20s. And I don't know if she had gone to college or not or anything like that. No, that hadn't been confirmed or not. Okay. I take it you had an interest in botany. For a while, it was definitely one of my more studied parts of uh, science. Had you been pursuing it as a career or just enjoying the environmental sciences was the career. That makes sense. But uh, a lot more financial application, I suppose you could say, to environmental science. True, if I had made it that far. What's stopping you? There's that whole being dead thing. So I suppose someone who's dead, you're doing a pretty good job of uh, walking through and naming all the flowers. Very true. I suppose there is always uh, an online course or a night school I could go to, I suppose. 
What about you? What do you do? Or what did you do? I am a nurse. I finished up my college to become a registered nurse. And before I had the opportunity to do anything with it, I, well, I get it. I made, the choices I made in life were not as good as the ones I have made since. And you think you've made good choices since? Perhaps, but at the very least I've tried to make good choices, which was not something I really did when I was alive. And I figure at the very least, if I'm trying and thinking about it, can't be that bad. I suppose that's fair. Honestly, I suppose you could say that dying was the best thing that happened to me. <laughs> I can't say the same, but I haven't disliked my unlife, I suppose. I suppose I've not really looked at it being different than my life, aside from some minor inconveniences with the sunlight. Yes, blood. Well, I suppose that's the advantage of being a nurse. I haven't had too much difficulty obtaining blood. Oh, that must be super convenient. It's made things a lot easier, especially given I can't say that I have much of a taste for the uh, traditional means of extraction. Fair enough. These last few nights have really, really meant a lot. I'm glad to hear that. You've got a long time, you know, a lot of time to make choices, a lot of time to think about things. Don't have that uh, inconvenient worries about growing old and time frames and the like. True. Sometimes you can slow down and motion at the gardens, smell the roses. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people get obsessed with thinking about it, thinking about being undead, being different, being a uh, reason you can't do things, a reason you have to do certain things, a reason you have to do things a certain way, a reason that you have to compromise on being a good person. <clears throat> they use it as an excuse. I don't know if I'd ever thought of it that way. That makes sense. 
But given <clears throat> given everything else, I think it's important that you are able to make choices. Yeah, I wasn't uh, really permitted. I wasn't afforded that luxury much with Jonathan. Yes. But I hope you're able to do so. No. He's gone, isn't he? It's the only logical conclusion. Given how much control he had always wanted over your life, I can't imagine if he had the ability that he wouldn't have come back. How are, how do you feel about that? Somehow both angry yet relieved. Angry at anyone in particular or? Well, obviously whoever killed him but I assume that's probably the prince or destiny. I think that's his name, right? The big burly guy with one eye. Yes. Fair well, enough. I think... My current emotion is worry. Where do I go next? I had someone guiding me the whole time. Well, I would offer to be as help as much as I can. But I ultimately want your decisions to be yours. I want you to think of me as a friend, someone who can give you advice. I do not want you to think of anyone, any, I was going to say mortal, but I suppose that really doesn't apply. Uh, any person to be your master. If I can help you with things, I would be happy to do so. I think eternity is a long time. So I have time to figure that out. Absolutely. For now, I just think being in the moment's nice. Yes. Take the opportunities you have. You two share a lovely evening 
at the botanical gardens and she is just as now that the conversation sort of shifted to a some more somber side weirdly she's gone more back to that childlike curiosity that you saw at the museum yeah she has an interesting an interesting emotional status yeah so back at elysium The three of you who are not currently um, drinking and schmoozing. At roughly midnight, Elena Giovanni walks in. Okay. She's in that same very subdued outfit she's been in the past few times you've seen her. And she has a uh, entourage of about four individuals with her. Anyone familiar? Not off the top of your head. Um, the one you were expecting to be with her, nowhere to be seen. But that's a, a fun little trick of the Asmites anyway. But she does walk in. Do they uh, look like they're familiar with Elysium? Yes. They they're they do not have that big wide-eyed stare um that most of the newbies have. Right. Um right. but they're sticking very close to her. But she goes the main thing that all of you notice is that she goes straight to Destiny and Gilliam. I am as walking as, over to intercept. As soon as they walk in and Simon narrows them, Simon like starts to look at auras to like try to gauge their intent. Okay, go ahead and roll me your uh, perception and empathy, difficulty eight, uh, reduced by your aspects. Five successes. Five successes, okay. Um, So you are getting off of Elena at least because I assume that's what you're focusing in on. Yeah. Her aura appears to sort of look like white noise. So anxious. Yes. For those playing along at home, that's anxious. 
And Kat, you said you were intercepting. I uh, yes. So I'm not not cutting her off. I am I am meeting her at destiny. Trying to get uh, texting as quickly as he can. Simon shoots off a text to Kat that she is anxious. That oh, Elena is here along. And she is anxious. Yeah. Going along one-handed texting as she goes. Like not even looking at it. Um of course she is. She's a traitor who just entered Elysium and is walking towards another traitor. Send pocket. Simon doesn't respond. So she looks at at you. Yep. I just smile heaven, heavenly. <sighs> Lena? Destiny? Nipote? Sheriff? Uh, may we speak in private a moment, please? I'll be going with. Uh, I, I, I don't think that's what private means. I understand that. For particular reasons, I don't think it's a good idea for you two in particular to be having private conversations. I give Destiny a very direct look. Yeah, he, he for the briefest of seconds, looks like he was about to ask you something. Just nods. Uh, there's a... There's an office we can use. Perfect. Uh, office is putting it light. This is more like a storage closet that is not completely full. Fair enough. Simon. Good. There's a place they can put my body when they kill me. <laughs> Simon. Simon follows behind them a bit. Like, okay. not, not, not conspicuously. Well, like, do they all go into the closet, or does Elena's entourage stay out? Uh, it's just the three of them, but the entourage stays outside the door. Okay. Simon doesn't get that close, then. Yep. I step in with them and just sort of lean against the wall. Go ahead. I don't like that you're here, but I know. I don't. Like, Im- I don't imagine you do, but this is for your both of your benefit. You are both on the radar as, as having been working with the Sabbat. So if there is a not person who is not in that situation here, in here. They can at le- I can at least testify that you are not planning traitorism within Elysium. By all means, go ahead. She just sort of slowly turns to Destiny, who is like not looking at her. <laughs> if any of us were not going to get caught, it was you. So how in the hell did they figure you out? Oh, my God. <sighs> Elena. 
you do know that there was somebody very talented in necromancy investigating this whole thing, right? Do you think anything staying particularly secret? She will shoot you a look with venom behind it. If you want to know the true answer, the reason the answer is Alexi is dead and I talked to his spirit. I'm sorry, what? Alexi dead. No, no, I heard you. Talk to ghost. I don't know if you're aware, but we as a clan can do that. <laughs> you see her just fall you her fist. dumb fucking and then there is a word that I do not personally use that follows that but you're, uh, you're an was, Italian they use it all the time I was just waiting for the I was just waiting for the did I sutter bitch uh, Destiny will chime in of uh, I do need to remind you that uh, use of your powers at Elysium is uh a violation of the the contract. Oh yes, I'm not using any powers here. <laughs> that wasn't you. I'm well aware. Cat <laughs> approaching this with the confidence that only someone who has the assassin who killed Alexei on speed dial can. <laughs> <laughs> okay then okay this is fine this, we don't need Alexei I'm I, sorry would you like to say that again I assume you mean they the Sabbat do not need Alexei unless you're talking about some plan that we as in them the Camarilla who are also still not us Giovanni to use, sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself. Go. I assume Sybil's not going to be the happiest camper right now. No. I have, the, the thought comes to mind. How loud is Kat saying this? Like, can Simon hear Kat? Give me. It depends on how, how thick the walls are and how loud the music is. I was about to. I was about to say. I mean, it's a storage closet, not Fort Knox. Like it would be quiet enough. It'd be quiet enough that she's not like shouting about tra- Sabat traitors. That it, Lou- much, loudly enough to be heard. It, it's much more. Simon has three dots of. Yeah. Yeah, but I think I think at a certain at a certain point, if the music is loud, the music will drown out any conversation. Yeah. yeah. Like it is, it's low but forceful and vehement. Because like you can you can heighten, you can it. heighten your hearing, but not in a specific direction. It's just yeah. oh, that music yeah. is not pounding my ears. I don't. So, 
let me go ahead and stop you right there. I have already uh, turned coat on one person tonight, and uh, it was not Simone. So if you were planning on talking whatever, I would be delighted to hear whatever news you have, but I am no longer part of it. Jesus Christ, Elena, were you honestly planning to like, never mind. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to just let you talk. Sorry, which Elena is this? Is this Elena Giovanni or Giovanni? Giovanni. I'm going to just let you talk. You think I'd be this quiet if it was the other one? Okay. (laughs) Do you think there'd still be an Elena? (laughs) Fair. Bailabog has moved. Where? If reports are to be believed, as she goes Russian, as reports are to be believed, back to the Central Business District. I don't know what you and your coterie did, but it is not in the best shape. Do something. Oh, oh, yes. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, we ruined his bed. Bold move. I mean, it turns out Ashamase has a very specific weakness, and if they come yeah. from across the world, it's very. I imagine he's very cross. Very. There have been a few more people murdered because of him. Murder, a uh, kinder kindred. Yes. Yeah. And since you have turned your coat back to the Camarilla. Um, I suppose I will put everything, I will make everything nice and neat for you. Um, Several of the Sabbat groups that have been pulled into this are pulling out. A few of the shovel heads have been just executed. Uh, when they've uh, voiced opinions. So, few convoys have decided to exit the city. Let me say a few. How many people, roughly? 50. Out of what was it, like 200, something like that? That's 200. Yeah. Well, that's good news. It's fantastic news. It'd be better if none of them were in the city whatsoever, but 50 is a start. 50 is a start. It's not going to be the solution until we... It's not going to be the solution. We need more permanent, but we're working on that. 
I'm assuming, Elena, that you did not get this information directly from the source, because Alexei's been dead for almost a full day, if I recall. That was last night, right? Alexei's been dead for a full day, and I assume if you had been in Sybil's presence, you'd be dead. Because I imagine a lot of people in Sybil's presence are dead right now. Um, who are you getting your information through? Elena called me. Elena spoke to Sybil. No, you the two of you are really giving that name just a real bad reputation. Um Okay. Did she say she had gotten it directly from Sybil or did she get it from some like is this is this a uh telephone situation? As far as I'm aware, it's a telephone situation. All right. Well, that's good. Was that out? Was that all you planned to had to report? Yes. Subterfuge or uh, you know? Yep. That thing. That would be uh, perception, empathy, difficulty seven. Ooh, I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She's she's not telling you everything. All right. Well, Elena, for safety, I don't know how many people out there know that you're a traitor. Why don't you stay here with Destiny for a moment? I'm going to go tell people who need to know when I will be right back. Okay. Give Destiny a look. Um, I am stepping out of the closet and I am going to go see if I can find uh, Simone, someone. Someone in the very small, 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 small circle of people we can trust. Which I think is just Simone. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, her Seneschal. Killian. Eh, yeah, mm-hmm. okay, sure. That will also work. I think mm-hmm. I think I think she's still outside painting, so I think Gillian's your only option inside Elysium. Yes. <coughs> so I will go mm-hmm. find him. Ms. Giovanni, what do I owe the pleasure? Um that whole situation that we are working on. Oh yes, that that one. Yes. Uh, there has been some information coming from one of those people that we have identified as 
a source of information. And I believe that there is more information there to be had, but I am not in a position, I am not the person to be providing, uh, acquiring that information. I see. So what exactly are you asking of me, Miss Giovanni? I am simply informing you that Elena Giovanni and Destiny are off in his service closet off to the side. Elena has given encouraging information now that she knows the latest developments and who knows about what she knows and what she's done. And yet there's still, she is not being upfront, fully upfront. I, I don't know who would be the appropriate person for this. I could certainly, there is a limitation of what I can do here in order to respect your traditions. As I will remind you, the use of your abilities is uh exactly i cannot freeze her solid and drag her by the foot out to a car to whisk her away for more information so she's over in that closet i will point in a general direction I don't know who's going to be the right person to get the rest of the information out, but I figure you might know. Normally, I would talk to Destiny, but obviously. She is uh, going to kill me, but, and he pulls out his phone. Yes, uh, I, I know, I know, I know. Simone, goddammit, I know you're a Peyton. If you will listen to me for two shakes of a lamb's tail. It seems one of your uh, lost ones has shown up to provide some information, but is not being uh, forthcoming. So if you could kindly come back for a little bit of information gathering, then we'd be delighted. All right. Okay. Thank you, my prince. Yes, I will be waiting for you. She'll be here in about five minutes. Perfect. I'm just going to go stand next to a closet and make sure that nobody leaves. Simon's still been in the hallway just watching, watching this closet. Mercy. Yes. What have you been getting up to this whole time? I've been drinking. <laughs> now, has Mercy just been doing blood or has she been going for spiked blood? Um, little of both. Little of both. Not too much on the spiked blood, but like, I I think she's earned at least one spiked. Spice drink, so. Fair enough. 
So are you looking to talk to anyone in particular? Are you looking to just have fun? Is uh, just unwinding and shutting off her brain? Yes. <laughs> uh Uh, she's she's turning her brain off because if she turns her brain on, she let me put it this way: she's not avoiding her sister because she doesn't want to talk to her. She's avoiding her sister for her sister's own well-being, safety. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So, at a certain point you wander into the main part of the museum and you see Simone walk in with a very determined look on her face. A uh, Her entire left arm is covered in splotches of blood. Uh, but it looks to be different levels of drying. <laughs> Um, and she has a paintbrush tucked behind one ear. And she walks very pointedly through the lobby to meet up with Guillaume, who is in a- another room. All right. To what do I owe the pleasure? And she will scan the room that the two of you are in, and her eyes will fall directly on Cat. Yep, just acknowledge um, uh, a, a come over. Uh, my prince, um, I have a little bit of information for you. Um, it would seem that the unwelcome guests in our city have in part not a majority by any stretch uh, but a not insignificant minority have decided that this is not that, that, that the party is not worth their time and are going back home it's fantastic news might have something to do with the party planner um, losing their mind a little bit over recent developments. Is that as fair? Um, that being said, that information came from my dear aunt, your clanmate, who I believe has a little bit more, but is trying to pass it off as if she isn't. I think she was somewhat surprised to realize exactly what level of knowledge there is about her her involvement in party planning. Interesting. So I will take a look and uh, she will yep. motion for you to lead the way. I will walk no, right like, over to the walk right over to the closet, like the four the four little hangers on, just sort of 
gestured for them dismissively to sort of get out of the way. Open the door and just sort of stand by and let her walk right in. So as Simone walks into this glorified broom broom closet, she looks Elena up and down. So I'll give you one chance to tell me everything you know before I go the hard route. And Lena thinks for a moment. Well. I know that Mardi Gras is in two nights. And I have learned that Sybil is moving troops into more populated areas. And uh, allowing them to feed as they wish. Which is obviously causing problems. She nods, looks her up and down again. Is that all? Yes, that is all. Right. She's telling the truth. Well, it's not good news, but it is the truth. This means we need to be quick. Prince, we can't handle uh, the, 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 look, my coterie is good, but we can't handle. No, no, that's hundreds of Sabat just deciding it's time to go out and feed on the general populace. Yeah, that's something that, uh, that's going to take the full strength of. I don't even know if all of my men and women and other can take care of that. Don't know till you try. Um, that just means that our plan needs to be enacted as quickly as possible. I should get with everybody and we should plan. Yes, I would. Uh, <clears throat> yes, I would gather your coterie as soon as possible. I will do so. Do you want me involved in this conversation, or do you want me out of it? It might be good just for, just in case there's anything that that we might need to get clarification on, or 
if there's any resources we need or I mean just for your thoughts will be valuable. Fair enough. Elena do not grace <clears throat> sorry, I'm slipping into Elena's accent. <laughs> do not grace the halls of Elysium for at least three nights. I'm being lenient. I hope you know. So, leave. Leave now and uh, do not talk to a single soul on the way out. Do not talk to any of the spirits that might be in the area. Do not talk to anyone until you reach your home. Before you be, be before she does go, if you'll grant me a moment, um, Elena, uh, I'm I'm sure that you're aware by now, or at least you've realized. I hope you've realized that relevant information has been disseminated to the family. If I were you, I would strongly suggest you call in all the favors you can among us. And you get to work on that quickly because, believe it or not, I actually don't want you to die. She will raise an eyebrow at that. If I did, I wouldn't have saved your life the night I was embraced. You've got me there. I can't control those above us. And they're not going to be happy. No, they will not. <clears throat> Prince, Sheriff, when she leaves, I will send a group text meeting with the prince to discuss issues. This is kind of a priority, folks. I know exactly where we, exactly where we can go. There is a office on the second floor that is owned by the director. We can go there. Second floor. Does that happen to be the room the three of us are in right now? Yes. <laughs> Arcee, I saw you raised your hand. No, I was just saying, like, I... Got it. Like, two of us are, like, standing outside the door, so... Yeah. Theoretically, Kat could have heard, like, the two, like... Text message things go off and be like. <laughs> well, you'll hear whatever Mercy's text ringtone is. Uh, Simon's is on silent. Fair. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just going to follow follow Simone wherever, wherever this meeting's. Uh, I'm going to follow the leader <laughs> and join the parade. 
Simon will provide directions. Guire gets that text, office. pulls her pulls her phone out, looks at it. Nope, looks like business calls and it's coming to us. Well, if that's the case, um, I'm going to leave because I am not combat oriented. Well, still. It's good seeing you, Guire says, and she will offer uh, Charlotte a kiss as she heads out. She will take it, and before she leaves, you see Azra not say anything, just reach up, grab a fistful of shirt, and then pull her into a kiss. (laughs) (laughs) She releases her, and Charlotte... If if she had done it when she woke up, she would be blushing. <laughs> Thank you. I'm gonna door, and she Quire, really... Quire gives her a wink as she heads out. <laughs> <laughs> and it's about fifteen twenty seconds later. Simone walks in. Looks like they beat y'all here. She looks at the goblets, looks at the two of you. Did I interrupt something? Not at all. You're muted, Austin. Austin. Um, How long will it take for Rahab to get over there? Uh, About five, ten minutes at most. Okay. Upon getting the text, look over at um, Anya, and there's the business call. I'll try to keep you updated as to when I can get back. Oh, I'm sorry. It's like a four, three, four minute walk. Cool. Mm. Okay. You'll be all right? Yeah, I'll be here. All right. Well, you've got my number if anything goes wrong. And I will rush over to Elysium with with so much joy and excitement. And yeah. Yep. You are waved in as soon as uh, on site. And it takes you a set of few moments but you are able to find the room Simone sits behind the desk what? realizes uh, um, I'm blanking on her name for a second and I was literally just talking to her Charlotte Charlotte, Charlotte Spotify is still plugged in <laughs> just calmly turns that off So we need to move quickly. Sybil is just basically given what's left of her troops, which is 50 less than we had previously, because apparently she is flipping out due to the death of a trusted lieutenant and just murdering anybody who disagrees with her. 
Oh, so she's sending out her own troops. Oh. Throwing a hissy fit. With yep. a this is so, awful. Yes. Some of the convoys have left. It's still a lot of people. And she's just told those people start feeding. Ah, well. Ooh, excellent. That is, if you'll excuse me saying so, Prince, not our problem. Well, uh, yes, I don't think uh, of the lot of you, a couple of you can hold a gun straight, and uh, none of you are going to take on a hundred sabat. No. I'm not even going to do that myself. No. No, you're not. Um, so Destiny's on that. <coughs> We need to deal with Sybil quickly. Yep. <clears throat> she's only going to get more dangerous from the sounds of it. And she's already unhinged. We know where she's. Please sleeps. tell me we have a plan. Yes. That's what we're here for. We know where she sleeps. We know where the new place that she is sleeping, not the old place. We have a concoction that if we can administer it to her in her sleep, because that's the only time it'll will have a, even a slight chance of doing it. After four to six hours, she will turn mortal for a day. And then if we can just rip her head off and kick it into the kick it into the Gulf of Mexico. Because she will be a completely normal human. So what's our up-to-date intel for everyone in the room? 50 people have gone. Um, Specifically on Sybil, I should say. Sybil, she is staying at... Well, as I look at my incredibly... Jefferson General Hospital. Yes. Do I have access to that hospital? Um, you don't have, you don't have direct access, but there would be nothing untoward about a fellow nurse, uh, getting involved at that hospital. Hold on. Let me check one of my stats. How difficult would it be to get a fake ID for that? It depends on how fast of a rush job you're looking for. Really? I I have points in fake ID. Give me a minute. I think I do at least. Point? Where is that? Oh, it's a background. Yeah, fake ID. Yeah. Uh, Which is mostly a, an established one, but it's an established one. Okay, so that wouldn't help me make new ones. No. How about okay. five dots and crafts to make a new one? <laughs> Man, I've got a lot of dots and crafts too, but actually ends up being. I think it's a uh, what's this larceny. Yeah, it usually ends up being a larceny thing. Yeah, it's, it's less about the like the ability to make the card and more about the ability to make the 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 data connections work. Yeah, I, uh... <clears throat> well, and knowing all of the little intricacies that go into actually making the card. Yeah, and yeah. yeah anyway, 
I mean, that could be um, helped with the background and fake IDs. Question. Is it possible to arrange for me to get a transfer to that hospital if they're yeah. having maybe a shortage of staff? Go ahead and give me a roll of... Hmm. Let's go with charisma and subterfuge. Difficulty six. Difficulty six. There's one in there, so that's two successes. Three successes. But yeah, I have two successes. There's the one. Um, with a few phone calls and some time listening to hold music, you are able to schedule a transfer. You won't get your access until tomorrow night, but you can pick up a shift there tomorrow night. That'll be useful for the abduction. Pardon? That will be useful for the abduction. Well, I've gotten into the hospital. Now we gotta work out the timing. Well, we know that she sleeps in the morgue under the car under the under the care of not just a kind, but also a kindred. So there's another vampire in there who's working for her. And do it during the day, which is again when we'll have to do it because otherwise we'll need her asleep. Yeah. Um, then the vampire is probably not going to be the problem. No, but we'll it'll require somebody, probably a couple of somebodies, to stay awake, which is a task. I can well, give it a shot. I, I don't could, have a um, terribly staying awake is a humanity thing, right? Yes. Yeah. Um. I'm a pretty early riser for a vampire. I might be able to make that work. I also don't have much of an issue staying up into the day. I can also force myself if I need to. Same. Things go wrong. Because you can also spend willpower to stay awake. Yes. If things go wrong, Rahab, your talents. I can cause a heck of a distraction. We no, know. I'm thinking that if Sybil wakes up in the middle of this, you have the best chance of staying alive by radiating that disgusting thing that you do. I don't care what generation you are. Uh, uh, sinners in the hand of an angry god don't really stand much of a chance. So here's my thought. We're going to need to get access to the morgue. Easiest way to do that. Any of you good at playing dead? See if I can arrange to be the nurse to make the declaration. See if I, I can, can make get you sent down to the morgue. I can make it look, I, I think I may have that ability. Simon um, just looks like a corpse. <laughs> I mean, we all look like corpse, yeah. Uh, okay, I feel, like, I feel like Simon and Cat are very good at sitting still. Simon makes no attempt to hide being a corpse. 
Hold on, I'm looking. I I feel like I just don't know. How are you doing? I'm very good at acting. Uh, powers, here we go. What we're saying is vampires are good at playing dead. Um, general medical procedure, how long would it take between somebody flatlining and being able to get them to the morgue? Mm. Depends on how quick you call it. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, obviously we know resuscitation won't work and all that sort of stuff, but like how how much bureaucracy would it take to be able to take that person to the morgue? Well, you could there have, a DNR? Very little. Yeah, DNR. And, and then uh, it's just how long it takes to get them from where they're at in the hospital. I, if they have mm-hmm. like a like an order to be um used for medical science or some shit. We might uh, be overthinking it a little bit. Probably. We get into the hospital. Whoever's going on this day trip gets into the hospital, which will be a trick in and of itself because we'll need to be able to get there at some... We'll have to be able to do it without being outside at any point. Which means we'll have to be there overnight. Probably, yes. Uh, We get there. One of us or more plays dead. We figure out some way to shut off the power, call in a bomb threat. Uh, Something like that to get security out of the way. They'll do a lockdown. It'll make it harder to get places. Can always do fire. I'll, I'll I'll point out that Azra and I can get fire also works. I'll point out that Azra and I can get most places without being seen as long as we're quiet. If it's not a bomb threat and fair enough, then some way to 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 shut off the power. People, there will be at least enough chaos. I imagine that there is going to be an increase of. People being admitted since there is mass murder going on in the streets tonight, apparently. Fun fact, actually. um, I can cause your mechanical chaos as easy as you please. Perfect. Because Um, I know Haywire Blitz. We're inside at that point. The dead body or bodies to be hop on a gurney. Or machine blitz, chaos, sorry, is the name of it. In the chaos of all of this, you just wheel us down to the morgue, and people are going to be too concerned about the fact that there's no power or not whatever. Security tends to become lax in those situations. Procedures and standards and uh, rules break down. Try to find an area where you're not going to shut off life support. Yeah, it's, it's it's in a localized area around me, so if we're near the morgue, that'll probably be easy enough. That hospitals hospitals do have emergency backup power, so life support will be on. They'll be oh, emergency backup power won't work either. It, it, not for that. Yeah, we're talking. Yeah, we're yeah, talking the, about mechanical failure, not electrical. 
yeah the, the 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 sorcery that i can do will stop anything more complicated than a rope and pulley from operating delightful oh, i understand your concerns i will be honest i don't share them but i understand it the point i'm going to argue for this is if this doesn't work Everybody in there is already dead. They just don't know it. I understand. What I'm saying is there's a very specific few places where people will be on life support. It's not going to be the majority of the hospital. For the most part, you're going to be turning off sensors and blood pressure cuffs. Fair enough. Not oxygen machines like if we're in the ICU. I can I, tell you where I, not to do it. I feel. I feel like, and correct me if I'm wrong... I feel like they don't want to keep the dead bodies near the people they're trying to stop from being dead bodies. So I feel like near the morgue won't be near the ICU. And the dead bodies don't typically need life support. So we should be good. Perfect. If the dead bodies do need life support, we have other problems. And that will get us in. Once we're <coughs> in, there will be one kind to deal with we kill the kind because they're working with a sabbat. They are already the equivalent of a terrorist, yes. They, well, that, and again, they're already dead. They just don't realize it yet. The death hasn't happened, but it might as well have already. Um, and then we have free reign to administer and hopefully transport Sybil out to somewhere secure where the second we can be sure that that thing has been the 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 uh the potion has taken effect treat her neck like a twig game over well, game over for her. There will still be stuff to do, but... There will be a lot of wild sabbat with no leader to deal with afterwards. Which will be much easier. There will also be a bilabog. Who is getting weaker by the day, considering they can't sleep, but still a dangerous threat no matter what. Okay, so is somebody writing this down? Okay, we're going to need some... We already got the nurse to get us into the hospital. Okay, awesome. Uh, we've got wire uh, that can cause the mechanical failure and the general panic. We need one or more dead bodies. Uh, we need somebody to uh, kill a kind. And we need somebody to drive a vehicle away from the hospital to transport Sybil to wherever it is we transport Sybil to. Anybody, who's in, the, anybody who's in the market oh. can kill the kind. Unless, unless they're unless they're enhanced somehow, and even then, how enhanced can they possibly be if they're alive? Let's be frank. Pulling a hearse into a morgue not going to attract that much attention. This is true. I like the way you think. I'll make sure to check the schematics and see how you can pull in and get there. I'll see if I can rig up some rough paperwork for the removal of a body. 
And that should be fairly easy. Are you going to be okay to drive during the day? Is there you're gonna, you're, you're gonna need extensive blackouts. Is there is there anything storyteller, is there anything I can do to check that? Um how 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 tinted do your windows need to be? Yeah. That's a really good question. Oh. Um I do have fine. two mortals that work for me. As I say, we can once, get a couple of ghouls. Once we get to that point. We only need to get her so far. We just need to get her away from the hospital. It can be the warehouse opposite the hospital. I don't know if there's a warehouse opposite the hospital, but you understand what I mean. Somewhere convenient. I yes. should I should point out, um, I can hide with a body that's not struggling indefinitely. We can set. We can take our time setting up the extraction. It's the execution that takes a long time and a lot of planning. The problem is, once we turn her human, she'll be able to wake up and raise a commotion. That not is long. also fair. <laughs> that is also fair. My concern is, I don't think there's going to be just one vampire. I think there's going to be I think there's going to be a lot more than that in there. You don't think she's down there by herself? No, I think I think at the very least there's her mortal flunky and 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 one or two more. I think there could be she could be surrounding herself with a a, a Couple, three shovel head packs. For all we know. Now, they're going to have an even harder time waking up for the most part. So there's only so much concern about that. Also, how well can they get themselves out of the um, chambers if there's mechanical failure? There. That is also even even if there's not mechanical failure, it would would be a little difficult to get out of a morgue box, out of the morgue wall. Not if they're, well, not I, if they're potent enough. I imagine they have safeguards to get themselves out, assuming things work. But to be frank, you could stick a piece of rebar through the handles and do it the simple way. Is this is this the, is uh, this hospital located anywhere near where we understand Bailabog has been seen? Central business? No, it is not. Okay, doesn't mean he won't be there, but I a ten foot a ten foot tall monstrosity that's made by by Shama say flesh making is a lot harder to hide in the hospital.
Not wrong. Harder, not impossible. Especially if it's down in the morgue. But yeah, it's... We have the basics of our plan. I don't think it's going to require that much. It sounds so easy. Easy is always better. However, that, because, that does mean that something's going to go wrong. Oh, yes, yeah, something's going to go wrong. But if it was if it was busy and complex, that just means more that things there's a lot wrong. more things to go wrong. Yes. Yeah. Keep it simple. Something goes wrong. Simple solution. Exactly. All right. I am going to go get a potion. It's kind of important that we have that. So if I'm driving the car, where am I? Where am I waiting? I just camping out? I mean, we probably send you an, a text when we are getting near the morgues that you can pull in. If you're Makes waiting sense. near the... if, if You want to send waiting. that text before I do my thing because your phone won't work afterward. Fair. If we're waiting into the day, chilling your chilling your back seat. Back seat, yes. Chilling your person container. Your person container. Okay. Um, and I suppose where I know you'll be, you, you'll, you're going to want to be there. Sorry, was that into me? Are you yes. still? Oh, I'm sort of required if you want, if you want someone who can easily turn off the lights. Exactly. And I can be anywhere. Um, the only thing I Rahab, have to worry about is any vampires who might sniff me out with aspects. Rahab, you we want you there because you will be able to be most active, and you are our panic button. And I'm the in, and you're the in. We need a body. I volunteer, uh, Simon. I was going to say, Simon, you said you will be able to be fairly active, which gives you an advantage over me. Also, Simon's got the ability to stop people from panicking. I don't think we could overstate how good that is. Also true. Yeah. So, Kat, does that leave you as damage control? That is kind of what I've been in uh in our battlefield in our battlefield life. plans, you are our uh as I'm forgetting the term. I am I am Overwatch. You are our um, I, reserve. Ah to be to be deployed where the battle demands it. I am to you to uh, I am Oracle in this is situation. It's all coming back to me. Granted, an oracle 
who will be falling asleep at some point, probably. But still Oracle. Uh. All right. That's... Got a plan formed. Prince, any input to have? You know, the outside perspective who'd be able to point any obvious flaws out. <clears throat> Other than the sun? I don't think so. Not off the top of my head. We'll want to get Simon admitted as late in the morning as possible. That way it can still be dark when he enters. By the time we get through various medical bureaucracies, it can have been a couple hours and it can be full daylight. I will have to make sure with timing that you end up in a room that I am assigned to. Otherwise, somebody will take your blood pressure and have some concerns. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, faking a faking a pulse and blood pressure is not something I can do. Well, you can. You just take some blood. There is one glaring thing that, uh, off the top of my head, um, windows. Windows. Hospitals have. More windows. Many windows, yes. We're going to have to watch out for those. How many in the furnace? How many windows? Not near the more, obviously. Yeah. Let me check or the doesn't schematics. Seem to be a, doesn't seem to be I'm a gonna, place that would strike me as window filled. I'm going to see if I can Google a layout of the hospital and see which areas of the hospital are interior as opposed to along out exterior walls. Okay. There is a, there's not that many exterior walls. Unless... It is a large compl It is a large building with not a whole lot of exterior. Yeah, but usually the ER is exterior walls. Yeah, unless you unless you have like one of those like divided room things, and you just put him on the half of the room that doesn't have the window. Well, odds are if he goes into the ER and it's not like a critical thing, he'll end up in one of those uh, partitions, just like giant. Uh, Room with the partitions in it. Yes, yeah. yeah, no cool. natural light. Yes, um, it is uh, emergency because I've been looking at the hospital. <laughs> emergency is on the west side and doesn't have a whole lot of exterior. Like the emergency entrance is exterior, but that's it. Very quickly gets consumed in the rest of the con in the this complex of a building. We're also going to have to be careful because after we cause this commotion, we're not going to be able to leave the hospital. Unless we can all fit in the back of that hearse. And then I can hide out drive. until nightfall. That's not a problem for me. It'll be more everyone else. I mean, I can stack you like Jenga. Like, several of us can fit in the back. That is entirely possible. But then we'll need to bring someone along that can drive in the daylight. 
I mean, I there mean, are ways to... There... Do, Go ahead. Do they need to drive well or just be able to drive? Because I can drive in the daylight. I can't drive far and I can't drive well. But... Well enough to not get pulled over. Shit. Basically, um, I could have one of my employees drive it. They are mortals and are capable of driving. Doable. They better not scratch my baby. They will be lunch and dinner. Yes, we're planning the murder and assassination of an important figure. But the value of the car... That's that is the uh, irreplaceable object here. That is my livelihood. Shut up. We we can fix. I the will car. pay for a new paint job if we need to. On a nurse's salary. You don't know how much nurses make, do you? Especially when we don't have to pay for things like heating, air, food. Oh, so you know, like a whole like twelve dollars an hour. Oh, for fuck's sake, I'm rich. I'll pay for it. <laughs> Anyways, I I can completely reupholster the thing. That's... I, I wasn't even going to end that conversation. Uh, buy you, which is not exactly a job that pays well. <laughs> also, it's worth noting, my rural hospital pays a phlebotomist starting 16 an hour. Let alone no. a RN in New Orleans. No, I'm Yeah, I'm not I'm not just a nurse, I'm a registered nurse. That's I'm a, mostly I'm mostly Hey, Mercy is mostly doing rehab at this point. Yeah. That's hard. fair. That's fair. As to being locked down, that should be easy enough to get past. If there's We're not a vampires, no there are ways to be fair. A little mind control. A I little bit. To be fair, the effects, the, old... of machine, the effects of machine blitz last as long as I'm concentrating on it. I could literally just make the lockdown not work. Well, the lockdown, I would assume, would be more about manpower than physical. Also, I can stare into people's souls and convince them to do what I want them to do if I have to. That, there you go. That's what I'm talking about. Deep. And if absolutely worst comes to worst, Rahab, please cover your ears. It's a morgue. I'm sure I'm sure we can store a few extra bodies there. Yes. There is a point to me being invisible. We'll be at, we'll get out just fine. It shouldn't yes. be an issue. We just need to be aware that it won't be as easy to get out as it was to get in. Of course. Uh, also worth, it's also worth noting that if it's just a mechanical problem, the hospital won't go on lockdown. Uh, it'll, it'll certainly be um, <clears throat> more than a mechanical issue. Electronics won't work either. Well, I mean, it's not an act of terror, though. 
to cost a No, it's just, you know, widespread machine. They'll evacuate a handful of rooms and try to move people, and it will cause a mess because I'm sure the hospital will be quite full because it's the day before Mardi Gras and people do stupid things. Yeah. More so than normal. Welcome to New Orleans. My point is, the hospital's not on lockdown, though. Well, in 2020, when mechanic when in one concentrated area electronics go down like a bunch of not connected mechanical things happen this is a paranoid world they're going to assume, they're gonna assume that it's all you know somebody will be smart enough to make that connection regardless that's a problem that we'll have to handle as it comes yes and I don't think it'll be that much of an issue. When do we start? I think that the plan is simple and straightforward. The complications will come, and we won't know what they'll be until they happen. Yep. That was strangely optimistic. We'll just have to improvise. That I can do. Not to put too much of a... um damper on this parade, but uh, I do want to remind you that the Archons will be here in five days. Oh, we're hoping to do this tonight. The what? Not tonight, tomorrow. The what? The people who run the Camarilla across the world. Oh. I'm assuming they know about all this? Nope. Oh. And we're trying not to let them know. Oh, okay. So they don't get to know about this. Well, if we get it all handled tomorrow, and then we get this Bill B- Bill B- Bog B- Bog Monster thing handled. Billabog. Billabog, that one. Thank you. Uh, we'll get Billy Bob handled, and it will all be fine. Billabog. Yes. <laughs> you broke, Katie. Well, then you all have your assignments. You all have your duties to do. You all really need to, like, brush up on your Palavian deities. Pardon? It's a Slavic. It's a Palavian Slavs. The the Kernabog and Belabog are originally from that mythology. It's a long story. Simon texts Alexander to see if he has a book on it. <laughs> if you've seen Disney's Night on Bald Mountain, you saw the other one. Simone just sort of blinks. I can't believe I'm the person who knows mythology here. What the hell is going on? I only need to worry about one god. And on that note, why don't we uh, make tracks? Simon, you get a text back. No. Of course, you know of any. Of course, the Tremere wouldn't have any books on mythology. They're all about their own. They're all up their own asses. 
okay, look, when all of this is over, we could have a Disney night at my place, okay? Can we please go? DM, we do that. Okay. That's so Simon just doesn't. Simon's just not the first one to get up. <laughs> Mercy's just gonna get up and go. <laughs> I think that actually sounds like a good idea. Simple, wholesome. <laughs> Didn't okay. get a chance to watch any Disney movies growing up, so you know I've got a lot of catching up to do. Oh, sweetie. Okay. So where is the group headed to then? The hearse that we all came in. I mean, the couple of vehicles that we all came in. Yeah, it goes without saying. What is the destination? We're working all this out tomorrow, yeah? Yeah, we can't do anything till then. I don't know how much pre-planning we can do unless you can get your windows really, really tinted tonight. Um. Actually, um. Like not street legal tinted. <laughs> how do you, how? What, what, what skill would it take to tint windows? I'll really try in this evening. Uh, <laughs> I feel like it's going to be it's technology. A technology. Yeah. I, I have several ranks in both. As do I. I have street. Streetwise wouldn't do anything. I mean, streetwise would let you know where you could find a where you could find a shop that could do the tinting for you. I have technology. Streetwise. Uh. Craft, drive, survival. So, uh, if you want to, anybody wants to give me an intelligence and crafts roll, difficulty seven, or an intelligence and technology roll, difficulty six. I have the same ranks in both. So, what are the roles? Craft. Either int and tech at six, or int and uh, well, crap. damn, Austin. That's four successes. I have no skill in I'm, either. So I'm at your four successes. So between the two of us. No, so crafting buddies. <laughs> the two of you. Sorry. The two of you figure out the best way to get it tinted. You just have to get the shit to do so. And let's get it sun, let's sunproof a hearse. Which admittedly only takes a couple hours. So it is very dark inside the hearse. Like very, very dark. I like it. Feels like home. How difficult is it to see out of the hearse? At night? Goddamn. 
Uh, <laughs> it, let's just say thank thank the gods that mercy has aspects. Can <laughs> <laughs> I use that while driving? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. You only have to enhance what? your sight. Nice. I kind of love this because I would, assuming I survive this, which, you know, fingers crossed, but uh, that I would take on, like, customers and they would, like, not be able to see shit out the window and they just see me just driving in the damn dark. That's why you either A, roll the windows down or B, um, just, like, replace the windows if you really want to. Yeah, replace the windows once the job is done. Uh, okay, hold on. I'm, I'm looking up, can you untint windows? I feel like the answer <laughs> is you, no. You but would replace actually, the, the answer is yes, because tinting is done yeah. with a film that's applied. Aftermarket tinting can be removed from the glass by using tools to peel the film and solvents to break down the adhesive coating. Yeah, fair enough. The more you know. I learn something new every day. <laughs> Only it was a useful thing I would learn every day. Yeah. So, all right. Hey, if you ever if you ever find yourself in a, in possession of a car that's been impounded because the tint was too dark, <laughs> you know you can fix that without having to get new windows. Fair. Anyway, uh, Sigur so spends a couple hours putting tint on. And getting last-minute preparations done. Your plan is a little more solidified. You've written it out a few times. My question to you is, are you attempting to get Simon in this night or late tomorrow night? When's my shift? Uh, Tomorrow night at 9. A.M. or P.M.? PM. You, you can't go for 9 a.m. shifts. <laughs> well, yes, but the whole idea is I'm supposed to be there during the day. Oh, I misunderstood. We can we can redo that. So yes, be, because the idea was I was supposed to have like you know a early morning to like early afternoon shift because we I, we I have to be there at some point during daylight. Right. So this your shift was actually uh, 6 a.m. When does the sun come up? Seven. Cutting it close on uh, prep time, but should be good. Is that tonight? That's uh, yeah, in the morning. Or in the morning. So, all right. Sounds like a good time. How far is the hospital from here? Oh. Where is here? Where is uh, the art gallery? Same place that you, same place Elysium has been like all the important times. So they're just like tinting my windows and the like in the parking lot of the (laughs) parking lot of the art gallery. (laughs) Weirder things. 
I'm not passing judgments. I'm just trying to get my bearings. It's about a 15 minute drive. Be enough. All right, well, I guess we're free to our own devices until the sun gets close to rising, and then those of us that are in the operation on the hospital need to make our way there. All right. <clears throat> I will... I guess I'll go uh, inform Anya as to the plan and enjoy your night, everybody. It might be the last one you ever have. Thank you, Liar. Just laying it out. Because either we win this or there's not going to be another one. You know, to be quite honest, I, I'd be at peace with either one. However, if I die before I get my hands on my backstabbing bitch of a sister, then I'm going to be really pissed. Let that motivate you. Oh, it's a strong, strong literator. So as the group separates for their last night of relaxing fun or debauchery, that is where we will call our session for the evening. Say goodnight, everybody. Bye. Good night. Good night. Good night.